Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chat. I am your host, Bobby Sampson. I am joined with me as always, my man with the master plan, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Can't complain, man. Tank top season in full effect. Uh, we were just talking off air a little bit. I think I need to kind of tighten up a little bit. So let's start that journey now as well, man. Now that I put it out into the public, into the universe, I got to fulfill the destiny. You got no man. choice now. There you go, man. You know what? I think I did that on purpose. Yeah. I did that believe, on purpose. As long as you can believe you can do it, you can do it. And the rest is going to be history. Brother, I believe we can accomplish anything. If Sap and Chance is a testament to anyone as a motivational piece, I, I think we are, man. We, we, we've we defied from the two odds. Guys from, from two guys from Vancouver to start a podcast from scratch and add on some of the guests that we've had on, it's pretty impressive. I never thought we could have the guys that we've had. No, and, and we're being very fortunate. And you know what? We're picking up traction. People are hearing about us. Uh, yeah. We're talking to the right people. Um, I think this might be a really cool time to introduce a new member to our little posse. Uh, yeah. Let's introduce her. Her name is Lady D. She's uh, going to help us in the back end of our production and our reach and all that kind of good stuff. So we're just getting her up to speed right now. Yeah. And uh, eventually at some point here, we will bring her on. And so you guys can all meet her as well and know who the person behind Sap and Chats is now. Uh, we've done as so much as yeah, man. I, I think we've done as much as we can possibly on our own without going to school, without, you know, learning what these social media's platforms are all about and whatnot. So between you and I, we've done as much as we possibly can on our own. Yeah. We've learned a lot um, right down to the editing. I mean, think about it, dude. We, we started this from scratch. Yeah, you don't realize we do everything, everything. We yeah. get the interviews, we study, we yeah. edit. The yeah, yeah. all done in-house, two of us. And, so and, and on top of that, we raise, we raise children and we go to work. Well, that too. So anyone out there who's complaining that, you know, they can't work or they can't do anything, let this be motivation, man. We're not complaining. We love our lives. Every day yeah. is beautiful. Um, you know, we still get to bed on time. We get our eight hours, six to eight hours a night. So there's no shortage. We make it work. And you can too, guys. Guys, before anything else, hit that like and subscribe button as well, please. Yes. That's that's all we ask. All right, guys, here we are. Two sleeps away. Two sleeps away from the 140 showdown. Now, a lot of people will say that Josh Taylor is still undisputed considering the fact that he never lost any of his belts. He had to give them up due to injuries and what have you. Your thoughts on Josh Taylor still being considered as undisputed. Would you still say he is? God, I mean, no, because he had to give him up because injury is super unfortunate, but he hasn't lost. So I, it's, I'd say no, but if he didn't get injured, he probably still would. He's the best at 140. Yeah, well, I mean, technic technically speaking, he is the best at 140. He is the yeah. journeyman of 140. We're seeing a lot of new faces. Uh, Teofimo, mind you, this is his, everyone keeps saying it's his third fight, but he keeps saying it's his fourth fight at 140. I think yeah. he did 140 one time before, a while back. And his last three fights, yes, have been at 140. Um, so Josh Taylor, WBO ring champion. Um, those are the two that he has left. He's putting those on the line against Tiafimo Lopez. Both these guys are coming off victories, but this is a unique, Chancellor, because it's not often that you look at two guys coming off victories and kind of cringe thinking, yeah. Yeah, they didn't look that great in their last fights. Well, neither guy really look like they won the match both guys won by split decision now in the case of josh taylor 
he openly admits that he took Jack Cottrell very lightly. He became mm. undisputed champion and very similar to what happened to Andy Ruiz, it kind of got to him. He became beside himself. He openly admitted this. He op- he admitted this to Tim Bradley in one of their sit-down interviews that they talked about. He oh, talked man. about this uh, on the Ariel Awani show as well, saying that, yeah, I didn't prepare. I ate too much, you know, because they were talking about the weight cut. It was hard for him in that fight. And now that we know that he didn't take anything seriously, he didn't train properly, he didn't take the fight seriously, and that's what made it really hard not to take anything away from Jack Cottrell because Cottrell looked amazing in his Jack last Cottrell fight. Looked, you know, they, I find some guys say that after other point looks so good. They couldn't train as hard as we, as they always do. They just use that as an excuse. I don't know what's yeah. up with Taylor. You'll never hear Mayweather or Pacquiao say, we didn't train our hardest. They always say, we give it our all. They don't no. make excuses like we didn't train, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, regardless of it, I... I, I I admire him for his honesty. I mean, yep. it, it, as bad as it sounds, I mean, that's probably the truth. He, he, it's probably the truth. He, he, he let himself go. He, he had too much fun, so to speak, and he took the fight lightly. I mean, let's, let's look at it from this perspective. I, I took uh, opportunity here to kind of break down a little bit of their last four fights each, right? But let's just look at the list of both these guys. So in, 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 Josh Taylor's case here, okay? He's coming into this fight 19-0 with 13 KOs. Guy's a southpaw. He's a brawler. Neither one of them likes to throw a jab very well. You know, much, right? They're not much of jab throwers at all. But let's look at this. Regis Pergreus, Jose Ramirez, Ivan Barnechek, Victor Pistol, and Jack Cottrell, okay? Those are the guys that he fought. Now, Regis, Regis Pergreus is no joke. That guy took him to, that guy took him to the fucking limit. Oh, yeah. Right, two things. Josh Taylor can take a punch. We saw, found out from that fight, yeah. and he, you know, he can dish it out, and he can take it. So you know, oh, yeah. that that says something right there. Now, the hand injury, most recently the foot injury. That one, you know, I don't even know if that's fully healed. To be I fair, don't think it, not really saying. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. And that one, you know, that that could hold you back. Let's think about it. When you have to go to the weight cut, you have to run. You have to skip rope. You know, yeah. you have to dance around. Boxing is all about the dance, man. It, it's mm-hmm. a dance, literally. You got a foot problem. That's good. That could hinder you. Big time that could hinder him, somebody right? that hits as hard as Tio Fimo does. Right. But here's the thing. Tio's, that you mentioned that. Tio, in my opinion, I don't think Tio's powers translated the way a lot of people thought it would have from 135 to 140, though. Uh, because as you get to 140, the guys are bigger, right? Well, well, that's the thing. And that's the thing, right? So, you know, I don't know if Josh Taylor isn't any kind of like considering that fight with Regis Bergeris, like guys, girls, ladies and gentlemen, please go watch that fight and you'll know what I'm talking about. All right. Take nothing away from Teal. I I love the guy. I think he's amazing. I think, you know, he's going through a lot right now, personally. Yeah. As well. Sounds a little bit off. Yeah. He seems a little off. I mean, he's going through a divorce. He's going through a lot of different things. I get that. Mentally, I just don't feel he's there right now. I just feel like he's saying all the right things, but there's something amiss with him. Am I? Am he's been I saying some, no? You're right. He's been saying some weird stuff. He's talking about he wants to kill his opponent in the ring. He's talking about. Do you see the press conference? He's talking about I aim for death. Yeah. Life. Weird yeah. Out, out of this box stuff. He Li- life begins after death. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. You know, but well, because John dark, some dark stuff. Well, that's the thing. Because I mean, he keeps quoting Mike Tyson, right? Uh, he, uh, okay. The top rank interview that they did, um, remotely, I think that was a couple of weeks ago, uh, yeah. where Josh was still in England and blah, blah, blah. They did that piece. 
he kept quoting Mike Tyson. He's been mm-hmm. doing the same thing on Fight Hub Radio or Fight Hub, an interview that I watched, and he went into a bit more detail about it. And I, I can't fault the guy for what he's saying because he's not wrong. If you think about it in boxing, and we don't touch on this enough, right? I mean, on average, six to eight guys or girls die a year from boxing. Yeah, no, he's got a point, but then he right? was, did you see the press comments in person they had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I get it. He's a clown. He's a clown. No, well, he he kept calling him a clown. He's saying he's going to decapitate him. Here's the thing. I'm not taking sides here, but how much different is killing someone compared to decapitating someone? I mean, both things will have the same effect. Yep. Right. So, I mean, both guys are saying it. Both guys have a legit hatred for one another. I think it's genuine. Right, the hate is genuine there because I think Tio is just saying so much outlandish and just really, really weird stuff, man. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. There's something off. Like, it's gonna say like Mayweather's outlandish stuff. Yeah, some of the stuff Tio is saying is like he's not right up top. No, and and I mean, if if, you know, if if you go back, look up that fight hobby. He goes into a lot of detail about his divorce that he's going through right now, right? And I think that's affecting him a lot more. And I don't know. I'm not in his mind. Yeah, right? but I, I think that's affecting him a lot more than than you know is being led on, and he's giving hints of it being he's bothersome. Oh yeah, right. Like I mean, he talked about it. Like you know, she she took my G wagon. She's taken half of everything I got. Like he's openly talking about it. Like yeah, that, right. And, that's what happens in marriage too when you got yeah. a rich guy. You are the woman yeah. needs it. Athlete. Right, right, right. And then he starts talking, and so they ask him, you know, um, you know, how are you dealing with it? And he he starts going to scriptures, talking about the book of Job, and you know, yeah. Uh, and I, I I get it. I I I see what you're reaching for. You're looking for some solace. You're looking for some something yeah. to calm you. And I get that. And I hope he figures it out. Right. I like Kia Kimo. He's a nice I guy. Do. He, no, guy. I think he's great. He's I different off nothing. camera than on camera, as we found out. No, I, I think so. Absolutely. And in that Fight Hub video, you start to see the Tio, Tio that we met. Yeah. You know, he's very like, humble, very appreciative. He got and into he, it. And here's another really interesting point. His dad's not being around. That's a good thing for him. No, but his dad will be in his corner, but he's that's not. That's not being, a good thing for him. You no, know, it's him and his dad. So they, they asked him like, okay, so what, you know, so, so, so here's some of the things here I'm going to say here. First off, I look at Josh Taylor, Southpaw, brawler, Heavy hitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's saying six to eight rounds, he's going to knock him out. Uh, Tio Fimo, the younger, the fresher fighter of the two, I will say. Yep. But Tio Fimo's only 25. People forget that. No, no, I down. get that. But he's not yep. looked right since that 12th round of Lomachenko. No, he hasn't been the same. Now he beat Lomachenko, but he beat a one armed Lomachenko. Yeah. I, I don't want to bring this up. You know, to, to, to diminish him or anything, I'm only bringing it up to make a point of what we've seen of him, right? He I did mean, better against Lomachenko than Haney did. No, no, I, I believe he did, absolutely, right? But, you know, like, okay, let's look at his last four fights, okay? Yeah. Uh, Vasily, Vasily Lomachenko, okay? Um, Sandor Martin, which a lot of people thought he lost. He got knocked down there, right? Yeah. George Cambosis Jr., uh, the man, a lot of people think that took his spirit. He got knocked down there. Never been the same since that fight. He's never been the same. A lot of people say he hasn't been the same since that 12th round, right? Yeah. And then uh, Nakatani. I mean, uh, fair enough. That was that was his to lose if he was going to lose it. He did it, yeah. right? Yeah. But that Kambosis fight, that Sandor fight after, that that's saying a lot, man. I mean, he hasn't recovered from those two, to be honest. 
Now, the fact that I've seen him get knocked down as well from lesser punchers. I know. Right? And you're going to go up against a brawler here. So, if Aiden's going to motivate Tio to get, he's going to get those two belts, right? He wants to, he wants to put on a big show. It's at Madison Square Garden, but it's in the theater. It's not in the actual, like, it's in the theater part of Madison Square Garden. So yeah, like yeah. No, no. It's, it's, at, it's at the Hulu Theater. Yeah. Um, it, it's going to be, it's Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico weekend in, in New York as yeah. well, right? So, yeah. Uh, They'll sell it out. I don't know. I think. I know it'll sell out. It's it's already sold out, man. I mean, this is huge. This is I wish huge. I wish Bob Aaron would come to Tiafimo, pull him aside, and say, "Listen, you're my fighter, but your dad is trouble. He's not good for you in the corner. You're 25. You want to be, become a champ and get on the Mayweather Pacquiao train. You've got to get rid of pops. I wish Bob or maybe he has. Somebody's got to say something to him. Well, here's the thing. So Tio's basically come out and said they asked him. So is this your last fight with Top Rank? And Tio basically said that, no, I'm signed till 2024, but he hopes that they buy him out. Because what he wants to do is take his promotion and build fighters around it and work with the networks as his own kind of a deal. The way he talks and the way he acts, they won't deal with him. Possibly. He's too, but, he's too much of a wild card. Yeah, he is a wild card, man. But like I said, I mean, with age and stuff like that, let's see. I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I'm trying to be as positive as I possibly can because, you know, I like him. I really, truly do. Um, something's but not I, right, though, here. So something's so, off. So, something's off on him. And, you know, we could all be fooled here. He could be fooling us all, man. That could be, yeah. Right? He could be playing duck. I mean, okay, here's how I look at it very simply. For Teofimo to win this fight, he has to fight like he fought Lomachenko. Yeah. I'm not saying Josh Taylor's any Lomachenko, but yeah. we're talking a heavier weight. We're talking a heavier puncher, right? And I think that Josh was younger than Lomachenko too. Yeah, a little bit. Here's the thing, man. Um, fuck. Taylor's the favorite going into the fight. Well, I thought Teal was. No, Taylor's the favorite. Taylor's the favorite. Okay. Well, you know what? Here's the thing, man. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Josh Taylor right now. I really have to. I mean, as much my heart wants Teal to win, it truly does. I would love to see him. A few days ago, I was thinking Tio was going to win. He's got a, you know, he's a heavy hitter. But then listening to him talk, the more and more I hear him talk, I don't know, man. I just don't trust him to win the fight. I think Taylor's going to stop it in the 10th, 11th round. I think Taylor's going to get him out of there. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be quicker than that. I'm going to say, you know, before the eighth round, right? I mean, I, I'm going to be a war, though. Tio don't back down. He's gonna no, go, no, 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 no. Tio's not going to. Yeah, he's got a lot of dog in him. But here's the thing the one I think advantage that Tio has. Is that a he's fought more than than yep. Josh has? Josh hasn't fought since uh February. You know, it's been sixteen months now. A long layoff. Right? It's been a long layoff since his last fight, Cottrell. Yep. I mean, he's lost three of his belts in that time. Um, so I mean, this guy's Plus coming. He might up. have a foot injury. We're not sure. About. Well, we don't know, right? But I mean, out of the two of them, I think we're seeing more confidence. We're seeing a bit more mental stability to be fair with josh yep, taylor absolutely. right now uh teo just looks off a little bit in my opinion that being said i have to go with josh taylor in this fight now like i was with you when we talked about it briefly on tuesday we both said yeah teo right and but now i'm looking at it more and more i think i think the only way josh or the only way teo can win this fight is if he gets into that rhythm that he can if yeah. he can get into that rhythm and he can start moving and joking and driving you know, I think then he has a chance, but the way it looks right now, the way, you know, based on 
past fights and everything, just based on what we have to work with, I got to give this to Josh and Nate, man. Yeah, I think I got Josh to a 10, 11th round. I want Teal Keeman to win. I'm going to cheer for him because we met him. He was so nice to us. Yep, yep. Good, so I'm cheering for him to win, but I got to call it as I see it. And no, I, no. And, then that, and, this, and this is the hard part of this show. Yeah. Right. We've officially hit that where we've met some of the talent. We've met some of the athletes. We've built bonds with some of these guys and girls, you know, and it's kind of hard to want to go against them. But we are in the business of calling it the way it needs to be called. Yeah. And right now, you know, Mr. Lopez, I'm sorry, brother. I, you know, I hope everything works out and you figure this yeah, out. I hope you win. So this helps you figure it out. I think both guys are super motivated here because Tio wants those belts. Yeah. Josh doesn't like Tio. Josh hasn't fought since Cottrell. He lost his belts. So yeah. I think both guys are going to see a, a best version of both of them. Yeah. I think we are. I think this is a hell of a fight. I think this is what a lot of people are missing out on. I mean, yeah, we're, I think this is going to be better than Tank and Ryan. I think any fight will be better than Tank and Ryan yeah. right now, right? I mean, this potentially could be a barn burner or it could be a snooze. I don't know, but I'm leaning more this is, I think going to be like a, more of a slugfest where uh, Haney and Lomachenko was like technical, two of the best in the world. This is going to be two guys just brawling. I think. No, no, it's going to be a brawler. I mean, he is a brawler, yeah. right? I mean, if you want to think if any of the two are technical, it's Tio. But yeah. Tio can brawl too. So, I mean, they're both going to have to come out hard, man. Uh, they're going to have to come out hard. And they're going to have to hit hard. And I think that if that's the case, that's where I keep going back to Josh. I've seen Tio get knocked down by lesser punches. And Josh just seems so cool, so calm, so calm. Even when he's just calling him a clown, he's not getting all revved up. He's, like, he's a clown. But he's still yeah. like in control, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, 100%. Tio seems all, he's looking all over the place. He's up here. He's down there. Like, yeah. Like you said, it could be playing possum. I don't know. We're well, going to find out in two nights. No, yeah. I, we'll find out. Like I said, I mean, my heart my heart wants Tio to win because, like yeah. you said, we we, we we have some sort of a connection with them. And he was right? really good to us. Really nice. Very, very nice. Very generous. Very kind. You know, Um, but, you know, unfortunately, one can argue. We got to say that Josh will win. Yeah, we got to call it as we see it. Yeah, yeah. Josh is going to win this fight, man, unfortunately. But then again, you know what? This is one of those times. Know. This is one of those times where I wish I'm wrong. Yeah, me too. I'd like to see Tio win. He, he still could. It's not a slam dunk. No, it, it is not. I don't see this going to decision. I see somebody, somebody's going down here. I think so too. This is not going to be one of those... Raffle um, stop and maybe wave it off kind of thing. Yeah, no. I don't think that's going to be the case at all here. Um, I think we're basically going to get a finishing here. Uh, hey, guess what? Xander Zayas is also on this card. Yeah, I've seen um, that. I love Xander. Guys, girls, ladies and gentlemen, um, watch this kid. He's in the co-main event of this card. This prospect, I guarantee, is going to be one of the bigger names. He's going to be the biggest Puerto Rico, the biggest Puerto Rican boxer, in my opinion. He's going to be the next face of Puerto Rico. Yeah, you like Miguel Cotto, he's coming up. Yeah, he's coming up hard, and uh, he's fighting with Ronald Cruz. Uh, Jermaine Ortiz, uh, we don't know who he's fighting yet. Uh, Robinson Caneo against Nicholas Polanco. So this is a pretty good card, man. I really like color. it. Yeah, the card is pretty decent, too. Old so man we... Bob stacked the card here. He's giving no, a good show to Bob. No. Respect to Bob Era, man. I mean, Speaking okay. of old men, 91, there's yeah. another guy who's 91. Don yeah. King, <laughs> he's got a fight going on, too, on Saturday. He's got Adrian uh, Bonner in against... Miami. Yeah, so that's actually tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow at the casino. Yeah, yeah. And if 80... you want, it's only reasonable price twenty four dollars. You buy on the Fight Network. Yeah, twenty four ninety nine. So Fight Network spelled F I T E. 
network, right. right? Um, so Bronner Hutchinson, that's tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. I'll tell you something right now. When I went to watch Bronner Pacquiao in, what year was that? 2018, maybe? 2019? Can't remember what year it was. Yeah. Um, at MGM, Pacquiao whooped, whooped his butt. Um, but anyways, when I was on the casino floor, all of Broner's friends were there, to put it nicely. No one the Broner got They were some of those rudest, crudest, jerks, gangster-style guys. Really? Doing eh? craps, bumping into people, acting like fools, man. I'm glad Pocket whooped his butt, because they were straight clowns. Okay, I knew who so, they were, because they were wearing Keen Broner jackets. Wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. So when we were in Vegas for the Shakur Valdez fight, remember we saw that guy that looked like Adrian Broner? Mm-hmm. And you told me to go see if it was him? Yeah. If his friends were all dicks, why'd you send me, man? <laughs> Test it out. <laughs> they were being him, people, though. bumping people, like no, just yeah, being yeah. clowns, right? Like... No, no. You, you can see the levels of different people and their camps. Well, look, he's with Don King right now, right? He's well, got no well, there, you go. there you go, right? So, I mean, think about it. When we went, when uh, we were there for the Caleb Plant Benavides fight, I'll tell you what, man, the Camp Benavides nicest people in the world they took the time to talk to us they took the time to give us that time and that was on a friday night on the saturday after everything was done i walked by them and they still remembered who we were that's cool right so that you know mad respect speaking of bibble or sorry sorry i speaking yeah bibble canelo benavides the love triangle continues you ready for this i heard this i know you're going to let you say it yeah, so, okay, so Bibble is saying, his manager came out and said that we do not want to accept the fight at 175 because Canelo's camp has pushed over a contract, same money, same terms, same everything. His manager is saying, why would we accept that? We beat you. We beat you easily. It wasn't even a question of we beating you. We actually, you lost. Yeah. Right? There's no controversy. No. How do you expect us to come back at 175, fight you again with on all the terms. same on your terms again? What? That's not right. I'm no. sorry. Canelo, in my opinion, he went to the school of Floyd Mayweather, as we've talked about many times. Time. Before, yeah. And a lot of what he's done has been right. But I think he's fucked himself. He's painted himself in a corner. He's got three fights that he can pick out of. Belangra, in my opinion. Benavides. And Bivol. But Bivol doesn't want to go to 170. Actually, I heard today that Canelo's saying if Bivol doesn't want it, he'll take the winner of uh, of uh, Callum Smith, uh, Arthur better BF. He just wants to go to 175. I, yeah. and, and you know what the thing is? Out of those two, if you thought <laughs> if you thought he got his ass kicked the first time, better people beat the shit out of him. Oh, that guy's a monster, dude. He, what is he even thinking going that route? I guess he figures better be a little bit older, a little bit slower. It's hard. I don't know what he's thinking. That no, fight no. will be in Canada. Uh, he'll make him come over to Vegas or Mexico. Yeah, but but I don't think even better be wants that. Like Bibble's camp is basically saying we're not interested. We'll talk if you want to go to 168 and challenge for your titles. Fair yeah. enough, right? I think that's the fair call. They have done nothing wrong. They that's did fair. everything right. Plus, they won. If they didn't win, fair enough. You can argue. Then Canelo right? calls the shots. Yeah, yeah, but the guy won. You can't call the shots when the other guy wins. It's like saying no. that. It's like saying Floyd beat Canelo. Okay, yeah. and what was that weight? What did they do it at? One sixty-eight. One one fifty-four. One fifty-four, right? So Canelo says, "Okay, fine. You know, uh, I want a rematch. 
but I, I want to fight you at 154 again, sort mm-hmm. of a deal. Or, or you know, like, would Floyd do that? No. Floyd calls the shot. Right, Price exactly, needs- exactly. Bibble, or, or Benavides' camp has put out Samson uh, Lukovic, his promoter. I gotta like that guy's name, by the way. Um, <laughs> he's put out a $50 million offer to Canelo, saying we will pay yeah. you, him, $50 million. Yeah, let's get it off. Benavides will take the minimum. That's how confident he is. That'd be a hell of a fight. That'd be a big pay-per-view. So so you're looking at undisputed, Canelo making $50 million, and your challenger, the guy you're ducking, is going to make maybe two or three. Yeah. That shows me how confident David Benavides is that he can beat him, take the straps, and then go and make all the money. That's his plan. He might he may not be able to beat Canelo, but that's definitely what he's thinking, though. You're 100 percent right on that. Right. So I mean, I don't know. I, I, I the drama unfolds. We're in June. You know, we're almost at the midpoint of June, right? Yeah. Then we got Spence Crawford officially announced for July 22nd. Next yeah. week they're doing their uh, two city American tours. In yeah, New yeah. Thirteenth, the thirteenth in LA and the fourteenth in uh, New York. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's that's, that's going to be fun. Mobile arena. Yeah, you know for sure through the roof. You need at least a thousand dollars American to even walk in that door. Yeah, no, no. I think I'm gonna, Crazy. I think I'm gonna sit at home and buy a couple of cans from the local establishment at home, and just watch it peacefully on my couch. Yeah, that's a crazy. Yeah, I can't afford this one, man. This one's way too expensive. Yeah. Um And plus, don't forget all the hotel rooms going to be triple, all the flights, everything. It's not just the, it's not just the ticket. It's everything else goes up with it. No, no, hundred percent. I mean, it's one of those kind of things where. You're better off just coming to fly in for the fight and fly out home. <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna do it, fuck the hotel, fuck everything else. Just hang out on the strip. I mean, it's all night, right? You, you waste your time all I day. I mean, there's a lot of places that play the fight there, but if you're there, you want to watch it live. You could watch it at a bar or casino. It's not the same. If you're there, you want to be in the lean and watch. Oh it. no, no, no. If, if I were if I were to go to Vegas for the fight, I think that's how I would do it. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, let's think about it. The fight tickets are grand, right? The flight's yeah. gonna cost us about eight hundred. Yeah. That's eighteen hundred dollars right there, right? You throw in a hotel if you really need a place to sleep. I figure I would. Do, bucks. I I saw this person on Vegas. They literally had one little bag, and they they didn't have a hotel. I was talking to the person. They went into gamble for the night, and they flew out the next morning. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Twenty four hours, stay up, drink all night, do whatever you want, get out in yeah. the morning because you're up to two, three in the morning anyways there. Exactly. Yeah, before midnight in Vegas, you can't. No, no, no. Long. It's kind of like me. I finished everything, running around, talking to people. It was about three thirty in the morning. Walked back to the hotel room, grabbed my shit, and went to the airport. Yeah. See. Right. Literally. I mean, I think Friday was the only day that I spent in the room where I actually slept. Friday yeah, till that, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Friday till Saturday morning. That better BF fight with Callum Smith fight is looking pretty good too. Yeah, I'm looking forward That's to that pretty- as well in Montreal. That's going to be fun. That's yeah. going to be fun. That's a big fight. They'll sell that out. No, 100%. All right, Chance, I tell you what, man. We've given our prediction. We've given our thoughts and ideas and, you know, what we think. Uh, we're both in agreement. Josh Taylor takes this one. Something's not right with Tio. Oh. Um, but that all being said, we're only basing our thoughts, our opinions on this based on what we've seen and what we've heard. And but we are cheering watched. for Tio. We are both cheering for Tio, to be completely honest. I want him to win only because I think he needs this more than josh does to honestly this is i I think i think this is bigger than boxing for him right now he needs this for his sanity he needs this for his stability if he loses this fight i don't know what's gonna happen to him next night i don't know 
I have a feeling if Teofimo loses this fight, and this is one of those times where I wish he's not listening to our show. <laughs> I I sincerely feel that he's going to become one of those recluse old men, but as a young man, living <laughs> living in his previous glory, thinking you know just just building up a persona and and a truth that's not real. But he's so far gone that he's going to believe in himself. He might end up like Adrian Broner. He might end up like an Adrian Broner. He might. There, there's a term here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. So to... speaking about you hear that Tank Davis that he got arrested there. He got arrested because he was staying at the Four Seasons Hotel and he was staying at a penthouse and he was not staying at Calvin Ford's house as he was supposed to. And also, his house got broken into and they stole seven cars recently. Yeah, seen that. There's a bunch of memorabilia out of his room. What this guy you? needs to get it together, man. Calvin Ford shouldn't let him do that. Well, Calvin Ford, you're supposed to stay here. You're on probation. Stay here, champ. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, but here's the thing. If he's not listening to Calvin Ford, and if there's anybody he should be listening to, fuck it. I, I would listen to Calvin Ford. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. Right? That's one man I look at and go, he is legit. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, how can you say that, you know? Thanks out of control. Tank is out of control, and I mean, at the end of the day, what are you going to do with this guy? He's going to end up in jail one time, man, here for, like, Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tyson or something. He doesn't watch himself. Dude's in jail already. For, like, some serious time. Like, Mayweather did nine months of beating his woman. Tyson did a few years. I mean, he might get some real time. Well, I mean, you know what? I hate to say it, but, I mean, if you think about it, real time changed Mike Tyson. Yeah. Right? I mean, that, that changed everything about him. I'm just trying to find this term here while we're talking. Do you have anything? Um... I do. This day in boxing history, 21 years ago today. Yeah. Mike Tyson got knocked out by Lennox Lewis. Big, big fight. You know, it wasn't an upset because Tyson was on the already on the decline boxing wise, but yeah, yeah. Lewis whooped his butt. No, fair enough, man. Too big, too strong, too long. Maybe 20 years prior, Tyson could have beat him, but at that point, Tyson was almost shot. Yeah. 21 years ago today, Lennox Lewis beat Iron Mike. There you go. There you go, man. Okay, I can't find it here, but there is an actual term here. Uh, Tim Bradley was talking about it. Oh, speaking uh, of that, T.O. was taking shots at Bradley, yeah. saying you shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. No, he's taking he's shots at the every... top-ranked crew. Well, he took shots at Bradley, Ward and, Bradley. And, and Andre Ward, saying that they show more um, they, they show more leniency, they show more uh, they, they seem to promote the black fighters more than yeah. they do the Latino so fighters. With Bradley, I totally disagree with him. That Bradley is right down the middle, honest, yeah. genuine guy. Ward, maybe at times you could see it in the Haney Lomachenko fight how he well, reacted to it. Well, we saw it there, right? I mean, you yeah, know, Bradley, absolutely not. He's first class. He's a former army guy. He is. He's a great man. He had those wars with Pocky. Like he's first class all the way. Bradley's not a bias. Bradley don't care if you're yellow, brown, white, black, or blue. He calls it as he's a ward is a little more. Yeah. Well, here's what Bradley said, right? I, and this is exactly ties in. I, I didn't read this. I just saw this right now. So if, if I can share this with you, yeah, yeah. he said, Josh Taylor should win. I've always said to Tio, and he said this to him, right? I said, man, when you're a hundred percent mentally on point, no one can you beat go. you. No one can beat you. I've always told him that if he's a hundred percent mentally focused and dedicated without a whole bunch of influence outside of the ring, no one, I said, no one can beat him. We're on something here then. We're already saying that. Right? I just wish, like, um, 
Bob probably has a Bob's got a poems that listen to me. So I'm 91. I've won from Ali to hockey to Mayweather Day. I've done them all. Get rid of your camp, bring in some good guys, and you can be on those guys' level. If you don't, you're going to be like Adrian Broner. All the talent, but not up here smart enough. And so we'll find out Saturday, but he's on a bad path here, man. Well, let's but, let's let's right. hope. Let's let's find out. Like I said, he looked good. He looked healthy. Everything looks good for him. I think all his damage, all his bruises, are inside where we can't see. But if he's pissed at his wife for divorcing him, he might just go and slug it and just get a lucky hit, and down goes Taylor. So anything can happen. This is Look, a slug. I love box. This is why we love boxing. Yeah. Right. We can sit here and talk and talk and talk, and the outcome could be completely opposite to anything we say. Right. Yeah. Right. So we could gear up, have our popcorn, our chips, Coke Zero, Diet Pepsi over on this side of the fence. Yeah. You know? I'm not going to have any Bud Light, but you know what I mean? Uh, whatever the case may be, we could sit there, take that bite of that first chip, and the fight's over. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen in boxing. No, we do not know. That's what makes it so fun. That's what makes it so interesting for us that we get to break yeah. it down and talk about it the way we can. Guys and girls. That's why we love it. That's why we love it. Mike Tyson got defeated today. In two days' time, we will find out who's now the 140 champion. We got it in a bag, man. All right. On that note, let's wrap it up. But before we do, a big shout out to Lady D. Thank you for joining the team once again. Uh, we're look we're looking forward to all the things that we could do all together. Uh, that being said, uh, Chance, we did an interview which we will be releasing probably tomorrow just to get it out there in yep. terms of the quality. Uh, it was with John Crawthaw, who's the author of this book here, the Bushwhackers Autobiography. Yeah, we got a great chance to sit down and talk to him, pick his brain. We'll probably have him back on again. I want to say what we're doing Monday, but I'm not going to say because you never know, right? Wait so, till it happens. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait till it happens. But we got something really cool for you guys. Another part two. Can't wait for that one. I'm oh, yeah. really, really excited. Normally, I can't wait for, I, I I despise the weekend ending, but this is one time I'm looking forward to a Monday. Yeah, me too. Right? Outside of Monday Night Raw, obviously. All right. <laughs> uh, all that being said, everything, anything else? You got it? That man, we covered it all. All right, guys. That being said, my name is Bobby Sampson. I'm joined with my man, Mr. Chance Michaels. The words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in the between time, that's it for Sap and Chance. Tiafimo Lopez, please get yourself right. We're cheering for you. Prove us wrong, brother. Sap yeah. and Chance out. Have a great one, everybody. <laughs>